Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second of a three-hour edition of Oilers Now. The NHL, Gary Bettman, commissioner, pausing the schedule due to coronavirus. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We'll get your thoughts at 135 at 780-496-0063 on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for 35 years. We'll get to all of that at 135, but uh, pleased to have on the show. Longtime uh, NHL executive, uh, has worked for the league, has been a uh, general manager and president with multiple NHL organizations did a terrific job, according to my wife last night, who was watching them during the intermissions on the uh, Oilers-Jets broadcast, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We welcome back to the show Brian uh, Burke. I just got to hit the right button there. There we go. Okay. There we go. Brian, how you doing? Well, I've had better days, Bob. Same as you. Yeah, better days. Absolutely. Um Look, you've worked in that league office before. Fair to say that we're in uncharted territory here, are we not? Yes, well, we all are. This uh, season was canceled in 1919 for Spanish flu and uh, influenza epidemic. Yep. So uh, it's the water has been navigated before, but not by anyone who's still alive. Right. Uh, how surreal was last night? Uh, for you guys, uh, sort of, especially once the news broke on Rudy Gobert uh, with the Utah Jazz. Well, yeah, it was it was surreal. It was one of those things where you can remember. It's like I can remember where I was when they told me John F. Kennedy had been assassinated. Uh, I remember where I was when I heard about the Gretzky trade. I mean, this is one of those events that freezes you in time. So we're in getting ready for the show. And uh, I worked last night with Elliot and Jeff Merrick, and they're both real big social media guys. So they're getting tweet after tweet and text after text of this and that and NBA game might start late and we're on a late broadcast because we're doing the Oilers, right? So yep. we're, we're not on till 8.30 so all this stuff is happening and we've got to respond to it in, in real time and and we, after the first period we came out and said you know, that the NBA was doing this and that and we didn't even wait for a commercial. We came out and dealt with it so it was, it was very surreal but the minute... They, they, uh, an athlete tested positive in my mind at that moment the NBA had no choice okay and, did and you... I, I think if you look at if you look at um, the precautions that were taken by major league sports um, they were designed to isolate the athletes from the public so we're going to stop high-fiving fans we're going to make the media do an interview from a podium six feet away we're not going to allow people in the dressing room was all designed to insulate the players from contact. And those, these were all well-intentioned and smart measures, and you know, they reduced the risk. But 
once an athlete gets contaminated, and there's a soccer player from Juventus and there were two other athletes, once that happens, and now you look at the shared buildings in the NBA and NHL, there's no way you can continue to play, in my opinion. And you pretty much stated that last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you you knew we were headed down an inevitable path. What's the process that happens? I mean, you've worked in that league office, and I realize this is sort of a new situation. Um, but what's the process that takes place in those Board of Governor meetings or in the conversation with the owners? How does that, uh, how would that transpire? Well, I think it was a conference call today, but, but it'd be the same. When you go, if you go to a governor's meeting, uh, it's a huge boardroom in a hotel or a ball, ballroom in a hotel. And the tables are arranged in a great big rectangle, and Gary Bettman and Bill Daly and their staff sit at the, in one end on the short end of the rectangle. Okay. And then the teams are arrayed alphabetically around the table. So we always sat, when I was in Calgary, we always sat next to Buffalo. <laughs> That's right. how it worked. And then next to us was Carolina. So um, Gary would have done this on the call, gone through the owners and said, all right, let's review what we know. Here's what the NBA has done. Here's the, the uh, outbreak of new cases. We're not going to be able to insulate our athletes any longer. And now the issue shifts. If you've got an infected athlete, the issue shifts. So, like, I was going to go to the Leafs game tonight. Right. Um, but now the issue shifts. If you've got infected athletes on the ice, you're you're risking the contamination spreading from one person to 19,000 people, or maybe even 10 of them that infect another 100. So I get this. I think this is sensible and prudent. Sports is not more important than the health of the general population of Toronto or Edmonton. Right. Um, so he used the term pause. The NHL pauses the 2019-20 season. Obviously, it, it, he didn't use the term suspension. Uh, that would be, suspend would be the word that a Sportsnet or a TSN would use, but the league was specific in the word pauses. Obviously, there's going to be desire to find a way to get a resolution where the players can come back and play, and we have a winner at some stage. Is that a fair assessment? Yes, and, and I think they would have looked in the contingencies to play Stanley Cup finals in August if necessary. And there's a lot you can do. You could say, okay, we're going to play, come back and play four regular season games. Unless you've unless you've played more than the people behind you, then you play three. Okay. So everyone plays an equal number of games. Say what it works out to seventy, say, okay, um, or seventy-one, and then we're going to start the playoffs. We're going to do a play-in, and I'm not. You know this, Bob. I do not want to expand the playoff format. I do not, not, not want to expand the playoff format. But this year, I could see doing it. And say we'll let nine and eight play play a one game playoff to see who plays in because the races are so close. We're going to do a play in, and then we do best of five in the first round, and then we do best of five in the second round, and then we do best of seven, best seven. That that would only you could play that all out in a month and a half. Um, I'm sure the league has already checked in the building availability into August. Uh, the NBA has done the same, I'm told. So everyone wants to have a result of the season. Players and coaches have worked too hard to get this far. Um, but the number one priority is the health of the areas around these NHL teams and all across Canada. Are you, and like, so, go ahead. I was going to say, do you have any, like, and it would be purely speculative, but how long are we talking about a pause for here if you're talking about games being played potentially in July and August? Well, you're not going to be, these health authorities are not going to clear these venues to play games until there's containment, significant containment. And that, to me, is a minimum of six weeks. 
everyone's talking three or four weeks. I hope so. But I think you need a miracle cure for that to happen. I, I think it's a minimum of six weeks. We're joined by a longtime uh, NHL executive, uh, worked with the Maple Leafs and won a Stanley Cup in Anaheim, worked down south in Calgary, Vancouver, Hartford as well, worked for the National Hockey League, Brian So you're thinking we're, we're looking at six weeks, not three or four, because there were a lot of people last night, Brian, when, when I started quiz guys around the leagues, uh, around the league, they all thought we were looking at three to four weeks here. But you're thinking it's going to be a longer uh, a period of time than that. If we play at all. I mean, the cancellation of the season is a very real threat. If we play at all, like there's been, it's not, it's not like they're close to containment in Alberta. They're expecting like another 500 new cases in the next week. And so it's not like there, you can go to the government and say, okay, we think we've got this mopped up here. Right. So people can help. They can, they can follow the procedures, wash your hands regularly. Uh, if, if you touch your face, wash your hands, um, stay in. You don't have to go out every night, stay in more. Um, avoid contact with sick people. Sick people. If you can work from home, work from home. If you're sick, for God's sake, stay home. Don't go infect people. So people can help here with the containment. But I can't. Uh, you know, life goes on too. Like if, you know, I got to go to work tonight. Mm-hmm. I got to go to work this afternoon. So right now I do this show from my home. But it asked me to come in and be on Hockey Central. So guess what I'm doing? As soon as I get out there, I'm getting in a getting in my truck and driving down there. So. But if you can work from home, work from home. Yeah. There was a, I don't know if you saw the piece that was written uh, on McLean's.ca by Aaron Hutchins. They quoted an infectious disease specialist, Isaac uh, Bogok, uh, about how Canada can sort of limit the surge and is Canada better. There, there's actually been a fair amount of tests, Brian, in provinces like B.C. I, I don't know about uh, Ontario, but I know in B.C. and Alberta, a fair amount of tests in comparison to the United States. And there might lie part. I mean, Canada right now, as of today, has roughly about 120 cases. Now, I would assume we know that's going to increase here over the next few weeks, and that's that's part of what you're saying that you don't think this is going to be a three-week process, um, be, just, just in terms of how this curve is going to work here as well. Uh, is there, in your opinion, is there? And, and by the by the way, Bob, I hate to interrupt you, but by the way, we're handcuffed to the U.S. teams anyway. That's e- even if Canada does a great job here, we're still handcuffed to how good a job the U.S. does. And in fairness, the United States has had the jurisdictions that have been, I, I won't use the word proactive, but, right, I mean, the situation in San Jose, the situation in Columbus, they, sh- they shut her down in those markets, didn't they? because that had not occurred in any of the Canadian markets at this stage yet. Well, isolated cases had, but you're right. No con- no player tested positive. Even this, even Gobert was a preliminary positive test. Right. So, But the mayor of, of Columbus, he's like, wait a second. We've got infected people. We're going to put 18,000 people in an enclosed space. No. Right. And, Sa- and, again, and Santa Clara. hockey fans, we want to play. Right. But, but you understand that public health has to take priority over us. Yeah. Do you think there's a, you know, we don't want to, and again, it's purely hypothetical at this stage of the game. Do you think that they've already had the discussion on a, on a cancellation date? Yes. Okay. Because you got to know Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman covers every inch of ground. Like, I was with him through the lockout when we lost the season, you know, or when we played the short season the first time. Um, I was uh, with the negotiating team the last time we played a half season in 12-13 or 13-14. And um, 
this guy, I think a, a visionary leader thinks three mountains ahead, right? So you're looking, stand on a mountain peak, look across the valley, there's one mountain peak. Right. That's the average person's concentration span. How do I get to that next area? And a really smart person might be three peaks, and Gary's probably seven. So he would have gone and said, okay, let's take worst-case scenario. We've got to postpone the season. Check with every team and get building dates and get back to me on what's the latest they could play, uh, how many games, how many rounds. They've done every scenario. That's that's how thorough he is. So, yes, they have a drop-dead date. They're not going to share that with me. Right. I know this in Canada. People, I mean, we had the Holinka Gretzky, and there was over ten thousand people in August to watch Canada play against Sweden a couple of years ago. Like they're they're going to show up when it, the fans will show up because that's the passion of the market for hockey, and and, and we're privileged to live in it and exist it. Uh, so, what do you think the next steps are in the short term? Well, the next steps are the players got, are supposed to self quarantine, is my understanding. Okay, I think that the, whether that's been uh, an edict from the league or not, been told that they've got a. In the NBA, it has for sure. Yes, the players have been told to five, five separate teams have been told to self quarantine. Five yes. teams that fight against Utah. Yeah, yeah. So um, okay, so those teams self quarantine, um, and again, you can help. And I'm not saying stay home. Like right. Um, I, I have a dinner I'm supposed to go to for St. Patrick's Day on Friday night. I'm going to the dinner. Um, but but if you don't have to, if if it's not essential, then stay home. Yeah. Um, and like I say, if you're sick, don't go to work. Wash your hands. This this can help in the containment. This can help additional people from contracting this virus. Brian, you you know you've got a lot of experience dealing with the league. Would you have a percentage as to whether or not we're going to play again this year? Uh, no, I'll answer that question in a week or two. We got to see where the containment goes here in the next little while. I, okay. Again. And I don't want people thinking with a Canadian hat on and saying, okay, we've done a good job in Canada. We're handcuffed. And it, it, it's going to be the, the worst common denominator, the least common denominator among the teams south of the border. The teams that do the best job or the worst job, we're handcuffed to the teams that do the worst job. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's not a case of we've done a great job in Alberta, which I think we will. Yeah. But it's it's not that simple. So I, I, would, I would answer that question at some point. I don't have a sense yet. We got to see how this virus explodes now in the U.S. We don't have a. I mean, there there are, there are some people that have suggested. There are doctors that have suggested. You know, tens of millions could be potentially affected down the road in the U.S. I, I'd say that's a little dire. Uh, but I, I will, uh, if hypothetical, and I don't even know if it's possible that there could be a vaccine for it. How quickly could the league move to get back up and running? If they, if- well, I think they're working around the clock on a vaccine. I know that. The first step in a vaccine is they've got to produce certain body, antibodies or something from the virus itself. They've already done that, as I read something a week or so ago. So they've already taken the most critical first step. The bigger issue is developing it and then mass producing it, and I don't think they're close to that. Yeah. Brian, great stuff. Uh, we asked you some tough questions today. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe we get a little bit lighter here over time, uh, but we appreciate you as always joining us here on Oilers Now. My pleasure. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. This is Oilers Now. Brian joined us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors has been providing winning results for over 35 years. Still to come on the show, the Oilers Now injury report. 
there's something that's changed. Look no further than Vancouver. The Vancouver Canucks did not have Jacob Markstrom. If we're, I mean, best case scenario, maybe the league shut down, again, a hypothetical here, three to four weeks, they're going to have Markstrom back, you would think, in theory. That's a big game changer there. We'll tell you that guests on our show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Edmonton South Downtown, Northside Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. It's 123 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 125 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. We will open up the phone lines. 780-496-0063, our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. Uh, between about 135 and 2 o'clock today, get your thoughts. I would be surprised if anybody thinks this is a wrong decision by the National Hockey League. Um... We will uh, tell you that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Make sure you go down and see Uncle Melt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. They're a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They're blowing out their 2019 F-150s. Significant uh, rebates on all models. Give Brent Ridge a call at one 737 or com. To the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Well, on a day like today... What do you say, Brendan Escott? Well, timelines don't make much sense right now, but we can say that Jesperi Kokaniemi out for the season, whatever that might be, with an injury to his spleen. Sam Gagne, a little dinged up in Detroit. Undisclosed injury. He was listed as day-to-day. So was Michael McLeod in New Jersey. He's also got an undisclosed ailment there. Flyers forward Nate Thompson sprained his knee. He's day-to-day. Tyler Bozak been away from the Blues for personal reasons. Canucks demand Chris Tanov a lower body issue, as does Max Pacioretty in Vegas there are both day-to-day as well. It is one uh, twenty-seven. We will open up the phone line, 780-496-0063, our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. Uh, still to come on the show at 2.05 today, we will hook up with John Shannon again, who, like Brian Burke, has worked for the National Hockey League in the past. So keep calling in. We'll, we'll get the lines uh, open. We'll take some texts as well. 780-496-0063. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.